Hi, welcome to the Real Estate Roundtable, where we discuss all topics real estate. I'm Nick Aarons. Hey, and I'm Steve Crowley. I'm Darren Shepard. And I'm Jimmy Reed, and we're your hosts. Hi, and welcome to Real Estate Roundtable, where we talk about all things real estate. And I'm Gabby Cabell, your operations manager, and I'm here with Nick Aarons. Yep, senior sales partner here. And Gabby, what are we getting into today? So it's a little bit different today. Instead of my operations manager hat, I'm going to take that off and remove it. And I want to know about the experience of just home buying. You know, I'm your typical millennial. We've got data that millennials are the age range where are currently are the most buyers right now. Um, so I also know that hearing from my colleagues and from people around me that people are pretty afraid and, you know, maybe have student debt, maybe have some credit card debt, not really knowing where to start. Yeah. If it's worth it to buy, kind of stuck in this realm of just renting and paycheck to paycheck and not really knowing where to go from there. So. Got it. So where to go from there. <clears throat> so if I were talking to, talking to you, yep. no clue what you're doing, not even sure if you wanted to buy a home. I'd say step one is get in front of a professional realtor. First thing, but be very clear about it. Just but say I, hey. I don't, I'm not ready. I don't know what's what's happening. Why, why would I do that first? Uh, because there's a lot of different steps you can take. Uh, for example, if you were to come to me in that situation and say, I don't know if I'm going to buy, I don't know how to buy, I have no money to buy, and I have college debt and car debt because of whatever life circumstances happened, here we are. Uh, what I'm going to tell you first couple first couple of things is okay. Well, where would you like to live? What's your living situation now? How how much are you spending in rent now? Second thing I'm going to get into is different programs to see if you even might even qualify for a mortgage. Maybe you don't. Maybe we need to adjust some things there. Um, third piece: Where do you want to live? Do you want to live here in San Clemente, up in Mission Viejo, over in Irvine, maybe Costa Mesa, Tustin? Like, what's okay. what are some areas? where you would actually enjoy being. And then is it feasible, right? Um, do we have enough information at that point to say, hey, maybe we should actually take the next step to seriously consider this, or maybe we should revisit in six months? Okay, um, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So let's say, I mean, I definitely want to be in Orange County where that's going to differ case by case. Um, hypothetically, yeah. let's just say here in San Clemente, decided want to live here, um, just renting now, trying to get out of that, how would you take on yeah. those next steps? So figured out where I want to live, mm -hmm. got a sort of idea of what I'm currently paying. Yeah. What now? So let's make up a scenario. Let's say you're paying $3,000 a month in rent, and you say, Nick, I want to buy, but it's going to cost me $5,000 a month to buy. Like, Why the heck should I even buy? That's where I would typically would like to start the conversation. Yep. People go, and that's usually where everyone freaks out. I mean, that, those numbers even freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is this even possible? Yep. Um, so, a so a couple of things. If it's not, so I like to do something that's called Playhouse. I'd say, Gabby, we're going to Playhouse. We're going to go three months, 90 days, and I'm going to give you a 90-day challenge to Playhouse. Okay. And here's what it's going to look like. Is your rent's 3000 in this situation. Uh, in this hypothetical situation, and your mortgage is going to be 5000 So what you're going to do <coughs> is every paycheck, two, I'm assuming it's two paychecks a month, you're going to stash away an extra $1,000 or $2,000 a month. 
So it will feel like you're spending $5,000 a month out of pocket. So already practicing those habits before you're even in that situation. Yep. And here's what's going to happen. First month, you're going to call me and go, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know. I miss my Starbucks. (laughs) miss my Starbucks. I'm eating rice all day, every day. I'm eating rice and pasta and nothing else. I don't know what to do. I'm going to go, okay, totally normal. Mm -hmm. One more month. Let's see if we can adjust some habits and make things work. What I typically find by the end of that second month is people go, okay, I adjusted a couple things. I'm no longer eating rice and beans for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> able to go to Starbucks sometimes. I'm able, I make my own coffee here. I've made just some subtle life adjustments right. to help compensate for those things. But I'm still enjoying my life. I'm, I'm still getting that same satisfaction and fulfillment day-to-day and week-to-week and weekends and friends and that kind of stuff. Typically, by the end of that third month, people go, this is easy. For sure, I can do this. Or what's going to happen is the other most common scenario I find where people go, okay, instead of 5000 a month, I can't do that. That's really hard, but I'm able to do 4000 a month. Okay. So a little bit of a reality check there. Like, okay. Yeah. And here's what I can realistically do without losing my sanity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, okay, instead of 5000 a month, what we could we afford? Let's adjust and see what we could afford at 4000 a month. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, somebody six months out from a purchase, a year out from buying. Maybe they're even three and four and five years out from making a home purchase. But at least we know what we can do. We have a saving strategy. We've adjusted a bit. And that's that a really, five years, really good starting even, point. Like, that's okay to come and talk to a realtor um, even that far in advance? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a couple I just gave the keys to last summer. I had worked with them for four and a half years. Wow. They were about to buy a home, and they were in a situation where um, husband was just finishing up at university, so husband and wife, and the wife was working. Um, she was new at an architecture firm, so not making much, working a lot of hours. And doesn't um, that have an effect with, like, qualifications for loans, too, a new job, or um, that matter? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. There's, there's a lot of nuances to it, and, and again, that's why it's important to talk to a real estate professional who can connect you with the right people to see is that going to impact things or not? Right. So Go how up. early would you yeah. suggest even meeting with a lender? Uh, it just kind of depends. Um, if somebody's like, hey, I want to move. I have this goal. My, my lease is up in six months or my lease is up in a year from now. Okay, let's get going. It, it's go time to start aligning yourself with the right professionals. Okay. To give you the right counsel. Right? Because right. I... Because our thing here at the Reed team is we want to make sure no one has any blind spots. They're saving the right way. They're looking in the right areas for the right reasons. Right. Yeah. Just planning enough out in, a, in advanced, which makes sense. That's yeah. like the type of person I am. Like, I want to plan everything out from the beginning. Don't want to be rushed. Like that whole scenario <laughs> of like, oh, my lease is up in six months. I need to buy now. I don't have a plan. That stresses me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... And, and I've done the opposite as well. Yep. Um, I helped a guy. He, he worked in Irvine, and he actually came to us, and he said, all right, Nick, I'm engaged. We're going to get married. I've got seven days to renew my lease. What the heck do I do? <laughs> so I said, okay, this is going to be tricky. We're going to spend a lot of hours together over the next seven days yep. <laughs> to see if this is going to work or not. And you're going to have to move very quick. 
and talk to the right people, Mm -hmm. but we got you with the systems and tools we have. We're going to make sure you make the right investment, again, for the right reasons. And if it's not, I'm going to suggest to you, let's wait a year. Let's wait six months and revisit. Okay. But this will be a really good exercise either way. Um, And with it, yeah, I think we spent about six hours the first day together. We saw about 12 homes the next day. In six in the morning, six in the evening, so we could break it up and not just go totally delusional. Yeah. <laughs> like by, that seems like a yeah, lot. <laughs> by day four, we wrote an offer. By day five, we wrote a contract. Wow. Yeah. And he's he's still there five years later. That's incredible. Loves, loves the place. And he was able to get, like, was it a loan situation? It what? A, it was a loan situation. Okay. Um, he had three and a half percent of the purchase price for down payment. Okay. So he, he didn't have a whole lot. He had about $20,000 set aside that he could use. But he did have some stuff set aside, yeah. which is helpful. Yeah. If, let's because take be, that same scenario. What if they 20 grand in four days. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, but Unless you're exactly really good like at scratchers or gelato or, yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> I hope this works out. I that feeling when I go to the gas station. I'm going to 7-Eleven. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> which is like, I mean, you're going to play your odds that way. It's not... Not likely, but um, yeah. no. So if that situation were a little bit different where they didn't have that fund, those types of funds for a down payment, um, what would have been your advice instead? Ah, <clears throat> um, it would be twofold. Uh, first things first, let's play house. Back to... I, I'm, I'm again, <laughs> I'm, I'm very conservative financially mm-hmm. and I, I want... So, so let me back up real quick. So one of the big things that's important to me in this business is to make sure people are making the right decisions for themselves from a financial standpoint. Right. I would just feel awful if I got somebody into a bad financial yeah. situation. I mean, it's a stressful it's, situation already. So yeah. to make that kind of worse and heightened anxiety, yeah. that so, would be a mess. So I like to touch on that and just make sure, even if that's not exciting for somebody mm-hmm. um, and they really don't want to go into depth, they don't really understand that side of things. I'm still going to do my due diligence to make sure they're making the right decisions for their family and right. themselves. Uh, make sure they're taken care of there. Second step, I'm going to say, hey, how, how well do you know the different areas? Mm-hmm. If you're like, I kind of know them. Um, I know the, the Tustin Marketplace, and I've got a couple friends in Tustin, so I want to be around there, maybe Orange, maybe Irvine, but kind of right around that, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Let's go check out different communities. Let's go, you know, once a month, we'll go check out two to three properties, spend an hour once a month, and just see different floor plans, different builders, different communities. That way you fast forward a year from yeah. now when you have your savings because you've mm-hmm. been playing house. Right. right? <laughs> What's going to happen is we're going to, in about six months or so, you're going to say, Nick, these are the three communities I want to be in. In the first one, there's two floor plans. In the other two communities, there's one floor plan each I want to be in. Which you might not have known that unless you're outgoing. And yeah. that, at least to me, is the exciting part. And I, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people will get excited to just, you know, go to open houses or just see the different types of homes available. But, yeah, yeah, people kind of stress out when yeah. it comes to the whole financial side of things because it's a yeah. lot. <laughs> it, oh, it is a lot. Um, and if somebody's an actual professional realtor, they're going to walk you through these things. There's not going to be an obligation they are going to want to strategize with you for a year or two or five mm-hmm. years out. Yeah. If they are high pressure, high sales, what they're going to do, and just for everybody's edification out there, is they're going to say, Gabby, I refuse to show you a home until you're pre-approved. 
Mm-hmm. You don't sign this buyer broker agreement with me. I right. refuse to show you homes. <laughs> Which is like, well, oh, that, that takes well, all the fun out of it. And I know yeah. that it's a serious situation and you are trying to reach your goals, but you know, you got to start somewhere. And so sometimes that is planning out, like you said, or playing house. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So. I'm so I, I hope that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> so what other questions kind of around that and, and, and buying a home in general come to mind? Or have you heard other people ask? So um, one of the thoughts that I just had is like, you see so often this kind of renter's shame where it's like, oh, you know, rent is just 100% interest. Why are you freaking Mm -hmm. out about these interest rates? And so there's this whole negative connotation around renters and like, you need to do this. You need to stop renting. Yeah. What's your advice to kind of combat that? If, you know, that's currently the, the individual's situation, they're, you know, maybe it's not the right time yeah. for them to buy and they're just hearing all this negative stuff about renting. Um, they're going to hear that from high-pressure sales, high-pressure salespeople, not right. somebody who likely has your best interest. Um, Say unless, that again. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're going to be hearing good. that from a high-pressure sales environment. Yeah which a lot of realtors approach it that way, unfortunately, instead of somebody who's an actual fiduciary, who's an actual mm-hmm. consultant in looking out for your best interest. Right. There's plenty of situations where myself or Darren and other people on the team have said, it's actually in your best interest to go and rent for another year mm-hmm. or two years. And here's the plan on why, here's the data behind it, and here's the strategy we're going to implement over the next year or two for you. I love that. And execute. So it's not just like, oh, yeah, just rent. I'll call you in two years. It's like, no, yes, just rent, but here is why. And there is that plan. So it seems to always go back to the plan <laughs> and yeah. making sure that you're prepared, whether yeah. it is renting for the time being. Um, yeah. Now, there's a lot of things um, that a lot of first-time homebuyers don't typically don't know in depth, which is... And again, for everybody, anybody who's watched this podcast at least <laughs> once knows I'm very data-driven. I'm very analytical. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to go run through this real, 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 really quick for everybody um, as my alarm goes off as a reminder on my phone. Um, <laughs> so real quick, what a lot of people don't understand is the interest on the mortgage, tax mm-hmm. deductible. Okay. The property taxes, tax deductible. Obviously, you're going to want to talk to a CPA about your situation and buying a home to see how it applies to you. There's a lot of tax write-offs you can get from that initial purchase and from paying a mortgage in taxes monthly. Okay. Uh, another piece of it. Let's say you were to buy at a million dollars purchase price and the market were to, you know, over the last 40 years, the market averages an increase here locally in Orange County of about 4% per year. Okay. Very, very low increase and slow mm-hmm. and steady, right? Let's say you buy a million dollar home, you're there for two years, that's gone up 80 grand. So you made $80,000 in two years just from buying that house. Yep. <laughs> Which is crazy. Not only that, but now you have the tax write-offs, thousands of dollars in savings. You've also paid down probably, let's call it $15,000. So 85 plus 15, you're at about 90, let's call it in this hypothetical situation, mm-hmm. you're already $95,000 ahead in terms of a net worth perspective for okay. you and your family. Before tax write-offs and before depreciation on the house, which, again, talk to your CPA about. 
So fast forward, say, five years, you might be $150,000 ahead by having purchased versus rented. Okay. Right? Now yeah. It feels more expensive, but there's a lot that goes into it with write-offs, deductions, mm-hmm. And And things you don't get as a renter. Yeah, exactly. So what we often do is I will actually ping our CPA. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, here's a real person with a real life situation. Here's their actual rent. Here's what an actual purchase price would be. What what does it actually come out to be? Coming back to your example of the $3,000 a month rent versus $5,000 a month all in to buy. Now, if you save $12,000 by owning a home at the end of the year on taxes... That five thousand is really four thousand. Mm-hmm. So there's different ways to. So look I mean, there's at planning it. in that all involved too. So the planning doesn't just happen at the beginning; it's even as you're a home buyer as well. Yeah, or ab- a homeowner. Sorry. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> and so I talk with homeowners all the time just to revisit all these concepts. Um, because I was just telling you, I was with a very very good friend of mine out in Rancho Santa Margarita yesterday. Oh yeah. And he goes, Nick, I'm thinking about a career change, but what do I do? It might be in three to five years. I said, okay, your home will probably be worth this range, like up here from where you bought it. Here's options with pulling money out of equity to do two different things for investments. Um, he's got two kids. He's married with two kids. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's ways to strategize for college funds. Get with, a financial, get with your financial advisor. Get with your CPA and get me all in the same room. So we can strategize about your family's finances going forward. What's all this going to look like? Yeah, because, I mean, life is not linear. So, I mean, exactly what your example was. He's yeah. looking at a new job and, you know, kids. That's a whole other thing <laughs> added to the mix and their college funds, you know. So, yeah. yeah, so bringing it back to the beginning. Always talk to a professional. Get a plan. Once that plan is starting to move, mm-hmm. meet a lender, figure out what communities you actually want to be in, then what? You're at, what? You just buy the house. You just buy the house. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> just snap your fingers, done. Just, cool. <laughs> I'm so glad it's so easy. <laughs> yeah, totally easy. <laughs> um, there, there's, there's quite a bit that goes into it, obviously, from, from the negotiation side, from the due diligence, home inspection side of things. Okay. There's a lot that goes into that, but we're going to hold somebody's hand all the way through. I'm going to go through every document. I'm telling you right now, in the state of California, about 98% of it's boilerplate stuff that has nothing to do with negotiations. I was just about to say that. It's a lot of paper and legalese. Nah. And so I always ask people, how much depth do you want to know? I'm happy to go through every sentence of every document and there's probably 100 to 150 pages. Yeah. I've done it before. Happy to do it because I want to make sure somebody's confident in what right. they're doing. Because it's a big purchase. Yep. There's a lot to it. And our trans- transaction manager does that as well with things like disclosures. Yeah. I know that. So super helpful to have a team that's well-versed and willing, like you said, to walk through step-by-step, line-by-line, if you want to know those in that much detail. Yeah. So. Yeah, what's on? What are the homeowners association rules and regulations? Right. Can you have a bounce house in your front yard, or in the middle of the street, or in the park? Like, people want to know these things. Yeah. Um, again, we do that, and we're happy to go through all of that with somebody. If somebody, uh, most people, I would say, go with option two, which I say is, I will give you the highlights. Mm-hmm. What's like the big ticket things? I'm still going to review everything else for you. 
but I'll let you know the pros and cons of everything everything coming in. Okay. Third option is, and this sometimes this happens. Um, I, I just ran through two stories in my head. That was the pause. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Nick, I don't really care. Just tell me where to sign, and I'm just going to buy the house. And well, <laughs> okay. I wish I could now, be that carefree. Now, I'm still like, I still have to let you know all the little yeah. negative pieces because right. I just. You're obligated I, I just, as a well, professional. Well, I'm not only obligated to do that from a fiduciary standpoint, yeah. from a legal standpoint mm-hmm. as an agent in the agency agreement we have, agency agreement we have, but also just, it's just the right thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Say, so, hey, your roof has only got about five years left. Yep. I know you want to buy the house, but just start planning for that. Mm-hmm. Just be aware, FYI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So go through all the paperwork. You close on a home. You get your keys. It's exciting. Yeah. What happens can, from there? Um, I say see you later. You're on your own. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs> no, what actually happens is I I like to be there throughout somebody's homeownership experience. Okay. Again, coming back to Brian. Hey, mm-hmm. we review him and do like kind of an equity analysis every about six months. Okay. Of where's he at? Where's his family at? Can we plan things differently? Can we strategize a little differently? Um, does he want to start paying his mortgage down early? Does it make sense to do it? Does mm-hmm. it not get with his financial planner? We can kind of all brainstorm together in that sense. Um, he needed a roofer. He needed a painter. I connected with him with the same roofer and same painter I used on my personal home. Okay. Um, happy to refer, you know, all those people I know and use on my home to anybody else I know as well. Right, which is super helpful. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize is how many connections you have as a realtor and doing this so many times and supporting people in their home buying process, home selling process, remodeling. We have an immense amount of contacts that we can mm-hmm. share and that we've used in the past and have had good experiences with. So Yeah. Like I, I, um, I know I always tell people, let me know what you're planning to do to the home because I probably know somebody who I know and trust who can mm-hmm. do the work. Yeah. And then second, let me know from what lens you're looking at it. Right. For example, I got an email. When was that? I posted it on our workplace a while ago. <laughs> I said, hey, um, here's an example of something. Uh, and somebody came to me and said, hey, Nick, we're planning to move in four to five years. Definitely not six or seven, more likely four to five. Okay. But we want to redo our flooring, our paint, and our kitchen. What should we do to maximize the dollar we're going to get back on the Right. Home? I love those conversations and geek out about them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course you yeah. do. <laughs> okay. First things first, what are you going to get the most enjoyment from? Yeah. Most enjoyment. Well, and then, like you said, it's the, the return on their, their dollar, the most for their dollar. So some people think, oh, I need to redo this entire house when a lot of times that's not even necessary. A lot of times you can just make us for the purposes of selling a home to get a lot of money back for a little Mm -hmm. dollar amount put into it. Easy to do. And you can do that for most homes Uh, for them because they're going to be there four and five years. It's okay. Let's weigh both sides of that seesaw. Right. How much enjoyment will you have from it? If you hate your paint color and you walk in every day and just go, (laughs) I don't want to see these maroon walls or whatever color the walls are. <laughs> Let's go ahead and paint your house. Do that first. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's that balance of return on investment um, and how much you'll get back versus how much you'll enjoy the home versus 
hate that aspect of your home as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I think we're going to wrap up, but I do want to bring it back to the buy side. Mm-hmm. If you had to give three tips on someone who is in the very early stages, not really sure, what would be your three three tips or three starting points? I would say talk to two to three agents. Talk okay. to two to three professional agents. A lot of people get connected with a family member or a friend who's just getting started, or maybe they've been in the business 30 years, but they've sold three homes ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times I see that. Um, <laughs> talk to a actual real estate professional. Yeah, someone that's doing it full time. And make second thing, find somebody who's creating a strategy for your situation. Yep. Not just being like, you need to buy now. Uh, Hey, here's the (laughs) steps one through 10. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to force you to go through these one through 10 steps here. Yeah. Have somebody who's can create something specifically for you in your situation. And that makes total sense. Yeah. Dive into their world. Yeah. And three is just have fun with it. Have fun. You're allowed to have fun. You're allowed to have fun. You can get out there. You can make fun of homes. You can walk into a home and go, the hell would they make those walls maroon over here this is super weird (laughs) it should be a fun enjoyable experience awesome well thank you for everyone that listened um if you have any questions about the process or you want to reach out and start planning for your home purchase or if you're selling a home reach out let us know and tune in next time yeah thanks for being my hypothetical home buyer gabby thanks Hey, thanks again for listening to the Real Estate Roundtable. If you'd like to connect with any of the sales partners here on the REIT team, our information is below and we'd love to chat with you.